Greetings, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Staredown. This week, Bryson's bust, Justin's just not enough as Dustin dusts the field in Augusta. Florida's Trask up to the task versus the Hogs. Coach Boom goes bust in Carolina, and Coach Harbaugh has Michigan fans feeling blue. And in the NFL, no champagne yet in Miami, but they're toasting Tua. And Josh Allen and Kyler Murray duel it out in the desert. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio, joined by my regular co-host, Bill Risser, out in Southern California, Todd Meininger in Cumming, Georgia, and Anthony Malafronte in and out from Tampa. What's going on, boys? Bill, how'd you like that amazing rhyming introduction? Um, yeah, and my, my thought is you wrote that in the last 30 seconds while we were all chatting pre-show. You wrote that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so That is amazing. That is amazing. Um, I could only imagine what 20-year-old Sean Carpenter was like at the DU house. Um, I can fill you in, Bill, if you want to know. So. <laughs> right, writing song parodies in that bitchin' Mustang of his. So I think that's <laughs> that's that's super cool. Um, hey, I'm I'm yeah, right. I'm in Southern California. We, we're doing some some specialized training with some sales salespeople with a rate my agent that we've hired. Um, so I'm, I'm back in Carlsbad, hanging out. Not going to get a chance to see the sights much. I, I got in here, you know, this afternoon on Sunday, and I will be going to an office from sun up to sundown because the sun sets about five o'clock, and um, you know, flying home first thing Saturday morning. So a lot of work. It's all good. Uh, uh, but uh, and this past weekend, you know, uh, was just we're going to talk about it. So there's no need to talk about it now. All right, good. Let's go to you, Todd. How are you? How was your weekend? Uh, it was. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, super, super happy, super humbled, uh, about the work week and, um, spent the majority of the time, uh, at my son's lacrosse tournament. Right. So he's got the high school season coming up, uh, playoffs aren't guaranteed. So I had the, uh, epiphany today that this might be the last lacrosse tournament that, uh, I am witnessing. Uh, so, you three boys uh, had been there, done that. Um, so I'm living it. Um, again, wouldn't, wouldn't have missed it for the world. I think I texted you guys. Not going to see much of the Masters. Thank goodness for Sirius XM Channel 28. I can listen to it. Um, but I wouldn't have missed uh, watching lacrosse this weekend for the world. It was, it was awesome. Um, a lot of good things happened. A lot of bad things happened. But uh, it, it, it was all good. So... Looking forward to the week and looking forward to uh, chatting with you boys about what happened in the sports world um, as as we as we move forward. So, Mal, what about you? How was your week? Well, the week was awesome. The weekend was even better. Um, spent Saturday morning with uh, a young couple moving from Cincinnati. Our buddy Scott Euler, uh, actually uh, the son and uh, daughter-in-law of clients of Scott's. First time home buyers, uh, I couldn't have had more fun, man. It was uh, just answering their questions, watching them get excited about moving to Tampa. It was, uh, they're both, they're married since June. Um, he's an electrician. Uh, she's going to be a manager at a sandwich shop here that, uh, that um, actually somebody who I know is is opening. He's opened a series of uh, sandwich shops. Uh and it just it was a, a ball spending uh, four hours with with over that actually we spent six hours together uh, with uh, uh, Sean and uh, Courtney 
uh, just checking stuff out and uh, watch the little masters on Saturday and Sunday and uh, started my round of golf this morning. Uh, like I was a world beater and ended up uh, with a world. Yeah. You were humbled. I was very humbled <laughs> by my own golf game this weekend. Nice. Sean, uh, what about you, buddy? Well, no golf this weekend. It was a, uh, uh, it was a lot of couch time. Sofa city for me watching a lot of sports. And, um, you know, today was about it really last two days. Uh, yesterday's college slate as we'll talk about little week after the masters ended. Um, but luckily there was kind of some bonus golf because it, it, it did drag out because of the, the rain on Thursday kind of pushed everything back. And then today kind of, uh, kind of went off as, as CBS wanted it to. I mean, it was really a little bit of fog delay at the beginning. Um, but, but as we're going to get into, um, between the coverage and between the master's app, I mean, it is one of the most useful apps. I thought the Ryder cup app was great as well, but the fact that I, I think I shared the tweet out with you guys, you could pick any player in the field and see every shot they hit. I mean, mm. think about how different that was that in 20, 2006, I think was the first time we saw the, the front nine, um, you know, and, and just, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was great. So. No more bitching about the only show Tiger. You got your own. You can do whatever the hell you want. You have, you have <laughs> options, right? You have That's options, true. But, yeah. but it was easier to just watch the the feature feature group and true, you know, true. Um, and uh, yeah, so we saw and we saw some Tiger do something he's never hey. ever done. In the, uh, uh, real quick before before you go there, you said Sofa City. That means you're the Sofa King, right? Sofa King. Yep. So fucking Sofa loves. King. Yep. Sofa King. Yep. Yeah, you're the Sofa King. Okay, just making sure you knew you're the. Yep. Sofa King. Okay. You know, it's funny at, at some point uh, today, Rhonda, um, it was a cold rear. We had, we had the, that front came through and the, I, I texted you guys, George, I think was getting the very bottom of the front and yep. we were getting like 70 mile an hour winds. Todd, I don't know if it went mm. to Atlanta, maybe last night. Or oh, it, was, it was windy for sure. Yeah. yeah not not and, 70, uh, but windy. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, so, you know, it was just one of those cold dreary days. You didn't want really to go outside much. Uh, Rhonda came downstairs like at 1230 in her pajamas, you know, like, and, 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 I, and she kind of made fun of me. She's like, all you've done is sit on the couch. And I go, isn't it great? And, um, and I go, and NFL comes on next. And <laughs> the, the early games were really kind of boring. Uh, all things considered, it was just some bad teams playing. And she goes, these games are so boring. And I go, yeah, but at least we're not sitting at some soccer field watching kids just run around in a, in a pod, you know, like remember the days, you know, how dare you? I was Sean. How dare you? <laughs> no, you know, it, 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 we do miss it. Our, our, our young, our youngest Ryan's coming home this weekend. We'll talk about that at the end, but uh, let's talk about masters guys. Uh, a rare November masters. Um, it, it really forecast was whatever, for rain, right? all four yeah. forecast was, was for rain all four days. They dealt with rain one day on Thursday. Uh, it did cause a little, obviously ripple effect onto Friday but as far as excitement, as far as uh, just the, so many storylines between just being a, you know, a November Masters, it's hard to believe, guys. We have 144 days till the next one, right? Mm. And that's what's really kind of neat. I mean, um, so where do you want to start? You want to start today or you want to kind of go back and, 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 and look at the start of it, Bill? Well, usually you ask about overall impressions. You know, I'm going to yeah. go that route first. Um, first of all, it does not seem to me that it was – nearly 600 days since tiger hugged mm. charlie that felt like uh three months ago when they showed it. it it was well over a year and a half ago second i mean you said rare this is once in a lifetime there will never be another november masters in our lifetimes now we're all you know middle-aged but um even in my sons this is never going to happen again that was just 
what's well, just crazy. No, I'm all for it. If they want to add a, a, another masters in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're going to do that. Um, so, so that for me, that was the, the key was just this. They can make it a tournament of only defending ch- or only members and they could call it the remasters. Oh, okay. Hmm. I like so it. I like, I like it. your opening. I like, I like your opening better. Your opening was much better than that one. So, <laughs> so that for me, that was, that was the biggest thing was uh, um, just, you said it, it's, it's in four months, a little over four months for the next one. And I cannot believe it was that long between them, you know? So, mm. uh, you know, and then we'll talk more about the play and just some of the, what the youngsters did. Here we are talking about youngsters again, you yeah. know, the original youngsters are now in their early thirties <laughs> and, and now we got a new crop coming in that are playing spectacular golf. So. Yeah, Todd, your your overall impressions on on the week at Augusta. Uh, Sean, you and I talk about it all the time. I don't want to bore uh, Bill and Mal, but gratitude, right? I was just so grateful that we were playing this tournament because we didn't know if it ever happened. Didn't know it ever happened. So what stole the show for me, and Bill, you're hearing this correctly. You don't need to adjust your volume. Um, t- Tiger stole the show uh, with his early press conference. I mean, just how emotionally got reflecting on last year really hit me, hit me in the feels, as the kids say. I just, I, I, I love how he's evolved. Um, I love that the low amateur, um, I forget his name, but in Butler Ogletree. Cabin, he said, yeah. yeah, Ogletree said, I was so nervous playing a tiger. And he came up to me on the green and say, hey, let's do this. Let's have fun. I love the new tiger. I love the new tiger. So, um not necessarily the new Tiger. I like Tiger where he is now. Uh, I think he's evolving. It's awesome. So just a great weekend, no matter what happened. Um, it was going to be awesome. And not to rush the end, but the world's number one won. And I was, I don't know if you watched the interview with him and Amanda. Um, gosh, this, this guy's a lot more complex and, and deep than we give him credit for. So it was awesome. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. Mal, your overall thoughts. I CBS outdid themselves. Yep. In my opinion. Um, we saw the course from many more angles than we normally would. Yeah, for but sure. We also saw a perspective of the golf course that we'll never see again. You saw guys walking up and down fairways and they they weren't lined with people. So you could see from one fairway to the next, you could see, past places that you would not normally see. Uh, And I thought CBS did a great job with just the perspective that they showed us. Um, Another big takeaway for me was, and I'm just going to say it, I'm tired of Bryson DeChambeau. (laughs) I'm tired of him. He needs to grow up. He's, He's one of the world's best golfers, and he makes excuses for things. Juxtapose the winner, number one player in the world, to the guy who just won the U.S. Open. One guy is this monochromatic, almost robotic facial expression never changes. And Bryson DeChambeau, you look at his face and you see everything. And he hits a bad shot and he's looking around like, how did that happen? Dude, you hit it in the woods. That's how it happened, right? And then the the – his press conferences the last two days talking about being sick. Okay. Tiger Woods 
has more aches and pains than him. Ben Hogan got hit by a friggin' bus. Never complained. Uh, Sam Snead, I mean, he could touch the ground. I mean, but they were they all had their aches and pains, and they didn't make excuses. And Bryson DeChambeau just needs to grow up a little bit. He's getting tiring, in my in my from my yeah. perspective, watching a game of golf. You know, Mal, while, while we're piling on, you know, when he lost the ball on uh, on Saturday or Friday, whatever, and he, he he's looking around and he says to the he says to the official, he's like, so so it's a lost ball. I have to I have to declare a lost ball. And he's like, well, yeah, you you've been playing golf since you were a kid. It's a lost ball. If you right. can't find the ball, it's a lost ball. And, well, we, uh, we know it's in this general area. It's in this general area. So he said that. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to go back. <laughs> yeah. You can't yeah, find it. It's gone. It's, They've been the rules in the mud. Uh, if it got if it plugged in the earth, yeah. If we if it plugged in the earth and you can't find it in three minutes, you go back and hit another. Yeah, I'll tell you. I think um, you know, I, I don't know if it's Fred Fred Ridley or just the members in general, um, allowing the drone footage. Um, oh, dude! You know, fantastic. The, it's got to come back from, forever. The, the footage from you know the backside of Ike's Pond letting game day on the property, I thought had a neat look to it. Cause you got to see the back of the clubhouse and the, 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 the delivery drivers, you know, the, it's like masters 2.0, right? Uh, the, it's the members, like the members yeah. on the course. And they, and they, they didn't have the members required to wear their jackets on the course. You did see a couple guys with their jackets on. Um, there was a picture of Peyton Manning watching some golf at some point in time on Twitter. And everyone was saying like, I thought there wasn't supposed to be any fans. And like, he's a member, um, you know, yeah. so, um, yep. you know, it was just really neat. spouses. It was just really right. neat, um, and 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 kudos to you, Anthony, and 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 you know everybody. I just thought CBS. I you know I, I shared with you guys. I tweeted out you know uh, late Sunday just what a treat it was to listen to Nick Faldo and Trevor Immelman and Frank Nablo, and I thought Dottie Pepper was fantastic. Dottie was Pepper was fantastic. she always right. is, yeah, she always yeah, is. and you know she, just she kills it you know, as yeah. someone who has not played that course in tournament condition. I'm guessing she's probably played it, um, but <laughs> have not sure. played it. Some of her insights that she was saying, I'm sure, but you know, when Trevor Rimmelman's talking and Faldo who's won it three times uh, and Nablu who's played there many times, you know, it clearly, there was some putts that Tiger hit on two, on Thursday and Friday that he said in his press conference afterwards, he says, that's just a putt that, cause I played it four, 50 times. I know it doesn't break. And every single person that hasn't played it 50 times was playing too much break, you know, and um, the speed up the Hills and down the Hills. And we saw that at Pinehurst guys. And um, the differences, um, so, you know, it was, it was fun. I mean, obviously Thursday's round with the rain and a, and a rainstorm that came through made the course into a dartboard. I mean, it was, they were throwing darts and making putts. It just, the, the, the water took just enough edge off of the greens, which you saw by today were pretty damn fast. And then with the wind added in, I mean, if you watch Johnson's third shot into 15, how it landed and then just kind of kept moving with the wind and settled in nicely below the hole. Um, you know, the course was there for the taking, but it also wasn't easy because as we saw Rory, you know, 75 and then three really good rounds after that, uh, you know, uh, Bryson, not a good first day. Uh, Matt Wolf played great and, um, and then turned around the other day. So it was clearly a, you know, a, a course that favored people that are great golfers and have, have been there, uh, you know, kudos to, to the young amateur for making it, it had to be different for them not being able to stay in the crow's nest and kind of some of the things like that. But just what a what a neat experience 
about Cameron Smith, the first guy in 84 years to put four, four rounds, yeah. rounds in the 60s. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yep. And I, I love yeah. that he didn't yeah. know that either. Yeah. 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 Humble, right? He was pretty impressive all weekend. Um, Bill, you were going to say something when I said the drones. Oh, my God. I mean, if they don't bring that back next year, I'll, I'll be upset. I mean, I want to see that with fans, too. And I, I don't know if part of the reason they did the drones was because fans weren't there. And maybe there's some, not technical, but some aesthetic reason they wouldn't want to do it with patrons, you know, in the, on the grounds. But they got to they keep bringing that back. It, it was just spectacular. I, I, I took screenshot after screenshot on my phone because I'm full screening that. And they're just spectacular shots that we've never seen of Augusta National. Well, with the with uh, the colors with the colors oh, of the tree, and Bill and Mal having just played Country Club of Carolina, didn't it just when they showed some of those shots from above the the way the holes were dog leg and you saw all the yep. pine needles? It's like, man, yeah. I played there, even though I haven't, you know. But two, you and, played those, you played those big Georgia pines, that's for sure. But, you know, you they know, were North Carolina. Shots, <laughs> there was certainly some shots, Bill, that um, wouldn't have been possible had there been fans patrons oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah cameron smith's shot behind the sarazen bridge you know on, yep. on 15 would have been in the grandstands i mean right he'd had a drop somewhere whatever but his his short game was unbelievable let's let's let's, let's go through the top 10 and kind of just get your thoughts uh Del- dustin johnson wins his 24th tournament only his second major which you know, i think we all he's you know he's had so many chances he's he's the only player to ever um, have the lead in all four majors and not convert. He does convert today after a, you know, a questionable fourth and fifth hole where he just made some bad putts. And then that birdie on six was, I think just all it took. It's a and hell of a shot. Yeah. Settled in, um, you know, the, the pride that if there was one regret in the round, and I talked to my son, Ryan about this, that he, it really bothered Ryan was that he didn't mark his ball, let him putt out and then finish because it kind of jipped the crowd and the audience and the, and the reaction to his brother. Um, you know, Todd and I have a comment. Go ahead, Todd. Uh, so he did the exact right thing because his mark is where M had to putt and M had to make that putt to finish second. So he did the exact right thing saying, although I want the spotlight, I'm going to clean up and allow you to make the putt to finish second. Cause if M missed that putt, he would have finished third. So, and, and go ahead, go, and, and go ahead. Yeah. there was no crowd. There was like a hundred people around the green. It wasn't going to be even more, more, even more. He no, was no being, trust me. No, he's being a professional. Uh, well, being cur- Todd, there's no way if they, the ball. You can, in a, a typical a year, spot. in a, a typical year, he would have marked it. Trust me. If there was so? fans around that, yeah, absolutely. Because the uproar, there's no way M could have putted afterwards. That's the whole, that's the whole reason they do that because pe- the fans are going to go nuts there's a thousand or two thousand people around that green, whatever the number is, and you can't putt out. You have to let you got to go last. The, I, think, I was thinking I think M, he did I think it. M just. I think he just said M just like M like go ahead, just finish. If you want, go ahead and finish. And and he he just finished. So it's it's perfect for 2020 in my opinion. You got tell you tell tell Ryan it's a perfect 2020 finish. Yeah, I, I think Masters. Ryan just felt like there was in the November bump and then the hug with his brother. And then Paulina comes down, but you know it was all right. I mean, it was. Yeah. I'm, I'm splitting. I'm, I'm splitting. You know, hairs. Am, but am I wrong? Yeah. I, I thought he was giving him the the option to to finish. No, he, never he, he do that. He could have. He could have moved it up a putter yeah. head. You know, okay. it was, he would have to mark okay. the ball. He would have to move it over. Marked it, moved it, 
and then put it back and nobody wanted to watch that on tv yeah, not, not it's TV. different it, it, any other any other tournament with with a full 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 crowd he would not have putted it in cuz because of the distraction for for inputting he knew no, that's those are all golfers. That's good perspective. Those, so, those are all yeah. golfers around that green. So they knew to be quiet <laughs> after after he after he won. So yep, I got it. Yep. Um, you know, so Dustin, a great win. Obviously, you know, just an unbelievable season. I mean, you look at what he did with the tour championship, you look at what he did uh, you know, in the masters, and um, you know, it's hey it's, Sean, can we remember he was COVID positive? Uh, he had to spend he had to spend eleven days in a Las Vegas hotel, and didn't get released until November third. So twelve days later, he wins a Masters after yeah. isolating himself. So that's that's pretty wild, right? Yeah, and, and a final note: I had a, a good buddy of mine, the guy John Bioli, the guy I played golf with for seventeen years in Phoenix. And I hope you're doing okay, John, because he's a uh, he just had a surgery for prostate cancer and he's uh, mm. some back issues, but he's doing good. But he he sent me a note today saying um, that. Dustin Johnson is the Robert Downey Jr. of golf. And if oh, you wow. think about it, Dustin yeah, Johnson yeah. had some really bad Demons. things in the past. There was cocaine. He took a nine-month hiatus, right? There was yeah. some fooling around with other players' wives. I mean, he had allegedly, incredible, yeah. all allegedly. I'm not, but, I mean, yep. he had this thing, and he's, 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 he's done it. He's made the entire transition to this guy, um, and good for him. You know, but it it was a it was a unique. That's kind of the way Bjorley's mind works. Is because uh, Robert Downey Jr. did the same thing. He was just a mess, and he turned out to be the best Iron Man. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, Sherlock Holmes. He's just made this incredible um, transformation. So congratulations to DJ for that. Well, yeah, wow, yeah. You know, and I'm just having been a caddy myself, and and me and you and Mal seeing what it feels like to have a, a caddy. You know, just that experience to have it be your little brother someone you, you helped raise and just the trust and, you know, the cool story that I didn't know his or old caddy was in the same group caddying for Cameron Smith. Uh, yep. you know, so uh, he didn't, it, it was cool that he didn't say anything about that afterwards, but I'm sure he kind of acknowledged it, you know, uh, but you know, what a, what a neat story. And, um, yeah. let's talk about the other guys, Cameron Smith, obviously, uh, as good of a short game round you're going to see on Augusta. I mean, his up and downs, nine, one putts yesterday on the back mm. nine, nine, one putts. And first time around the course. No, fourth time for him. Sorry, fourth time. So he's he's got some – boy, he's got some game. 26, 27? Yeah. Yep. Mm. He looks like he's 18. His, his beard is horrible. <laughs> his beard and mustache are horrible. And uh, Navalo, Navalo ripped him for the Navalo beard. It was great. called him out. Uh, Sung J.M. just, just – I mean, the guy just stripes it off the tee. I mean, his, his shot trackers don't even make a downward line because they're so, you know, Straight. so close. Yeah. Um, and that's hey, his, his interview with uh, Amanda. Um, she said, Hey, I know you're going to win. How do you feel about finish second? And he said, my goal was to make the cut. <laughs> that, that, that was his goal. And what yeah. a great mindset. Right. And he finished, yeah. you know, tied for second. So he was, my, he was it's good. so, it's so funny on the, uh, with the interpreter, like Amanda Balianus will ask like a, a 75 word question. And it's the five seconds, like a 13 <laughs> words. Well, he, he, I saw that. Yeah. He understands English. Trust me. You know, South Korea. Well, he does. Cause they, it, they, his, he takes, his he caddy understands was English. To him on the 12th well. hole. His yeah. caddy was talking to him on the 12th yeah. hole. And I was yeah. listening to see if the caddy was speaking Korean and he wasn't. No. 
He was no. saying, we definitely want to carry the bunker. So I think he probably knows the words. It's, you know. it's probably interpretation he, and make sure you didn't misinterpret. The of, question, course. Right? of course. I, th- I think it's, he just doesn't want to embarrass himself by speaking broken English. He'd rather have Danny, you know, translate what he Danny says. O, but yeah, he, Danny he listens. He knew exactly every time what the question was. I think he was just looking at the interpreter just to be polite. Yeah, no, <laughs> the I guy was just rushing through it. Yeah. That's funny, I, yeah. I thought he was, he was, you know, great. Finishes second, tied second, uh, you know, this guy's been living in hotel room to hotel room to hotel room in the United States with, with his mom. With his mom. Yeah. Guess where his he's uh, buying? He's buying a house. Guess where? Oh, yeah. Windermere? ATL. Hot Atlanta. He, 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 East Lake Atlanta. and uh, Atlanta. Yeah. He loves Atlanta. Yeah. He spent nice. part of uh, his COVID here in Tampa. Yeah. At, Innis- nice. at Innisbrook. He was, you couldn't sell him a house, Mal? He didn't want to buy one. <laughs> stumped him for a second <laughs> so long now um finishing out your top uh top four uh justin thomas he looked like he was gonna have a great week i mean his first day got you know rain delay comes he's five under he goes up goes ahead and posts a couple more finishes at seven um and then just yesterday's back nine killed him i mean yesterday's back nine he makes i think three bogeys where he just couldn't make the putts. Uh, the guy's got the length. He's a short little guy, but just an unbelievable creativity around the greens. Just fell short. I think we we all probably agree he's going to win. McElroy, great interview afterwards. I mean, he, he acknowledged. He says, "This is the this is the thing I need in my quiver. You know, this is the thing I need on my board." And um, that that's maybe that that pressure he put on himself Thursday. He kind of acknowledged today. He said, "I just need to come in and have fun. I just need to come in and and not." be so tough on myself, right? Well, how do you they, get that mindset? Say, get that mindset like shit, I'm I'm four over, let's just go have some fun. Yeah, you know, at the start of the tournament, how do you do that? It's hard. Yeah. It's like it's like trying to get a reliever or a starter who always gets hammered in the first inning, right? Can't you like change your mindset to not pretend pretend it's not the first inning cuz you routinely get lit up in the first inning, but if you get through the first inning, you you go 7. Right. And uh, it's, he's got the same thing working at, uh, at, at Augusta. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, they say you can't win the turn on Thursday, but you can lose it on Thursday. Yeah. He yeah. lost on Thursday because it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday were lights out. Right. Yeah. So unbelievable. Good, good rebound for sure for him, but not enough. Well, I got to be, I got to be honest. Every time I heard them say Dylan Fratelli, uh, I thought of you, uh, just because Dylan, Dylan. Malafranti, Mont- Malafrontelli. Great, great young player out of uh, South Africa. Puts with the flag stick in, um, and just a great ball striker. CT Pan. I, I heard he. I heard Dylan swings as hard as anyone uh, at, at, like uh, as hard as Bryson. Did you all see him uh, off the tee? Yeah, he swings hard. Fratelli, yeah, 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 unbelievable, right? Um, CT Pan backdoors a T seven, uh, Kepka. Uh, just was there, but just could not convert <coughs> two or three holes in a row. Uh, the goat? Rom, 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 Rom kind of lost the tournament on eight yesterday. I mean, it just, that was, when you see that ball <laughs> on his three-wood shot go a foot and a half off the ground and just just go dead left. That's my three-wood shot. That's not John Rom's. That's mine. You texted about that. I could a, do that, that must be an ASU <laughs> thing, Bill. That must be an <laughs> ASU thing. Oh, my God, that was so bad. And then he whacked it off the tree. That was oh, uh, yeah, it was. Oh, and he, he didn't. He, he didn't bellyache. He just took it. Nope. He didn't bellyache. No, but he's very, very emotional. You know what yeah. he's thinking. He just, you know, he doesn't yeah. blame anybody, buddy, but himself. But he's, he's a, uh, mm-hmm. 
he's an emotional guy. So Abraham answer was emotional. Uh, a few other guys, but it's, it's and good. Then a couple of Todd's picks, uh, Webb Simpson and, uh, Corey, uh, Patrick Reed, uh, T10, and they, they, they're in for next year as the top 10, uh, along with Corey Connors out of Canada. Nice job for him. Mm. You know, mm. going from a unbelievable winning the tournament last year with his wife following al- along to now being in the Masters. Mallory, I think. Yeah. Yep. yep. Easy. So, Easy. Sorry. Sorry. A <laughs> um, couple other couple you other players. You shouldn't know that name. <laughs> well, I just want you to talk really quickly about Tiger and his efforts and <laughs> – what do you think, Bill, about your boy Tiger? You know, um, I mean, look, a 10, so, and then look, he, finishes, I, I, he finishes five under on the last six holes with, yeah. both, with a birdie par, birdie, 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 birdie finish. I know. I was so tempted to throw the, oh, if he'd have just parred 12, I would have finished in second instead of fourth in the pool. But then I'm the one that says, you don't know what the hell would have happened. If he'd have parred three, he might have bogeyed right, right, right. for the last yeah. six. So I had to shut up. I didn't say it uh, in the text stream. Well, you, but you kind of just look, did. I think, I think he, he, um, it was a, it was a, it's like, just like Todd said at the, the, the opening press conference, it was a different tiger on the course. More smiles, more, even when things didn't go just right, that wry little look at Joe. Um, you know, I think he's he in a good place. He smiled more than I've ever life. seen him smile in a tournament. Yeah. And he, finished one under in the tournament. He he just I think he's in a different place. He's 44. I think he's got a major or two still in him somewhere down the road. He's just uh you know, I don't know if he catches Jack, but he's um he just seems like he's having fun, you know. Mm. I think I think that win in 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 um uh, 18 was or 19 was massive for him, right? It really was that chance to to let his kids see what they could only read about because they had no idea what he was from 97 to 2008. He, that stretch of golf, we'll never, we'll never see it again. And, and um, you know, uh, yeah, it, it was fun to watch him. I, I mean, like I, I powered through with him the whole day today, you know, and uh, it was, you know, while rough, it was, uh, it's, what I, it's what I like doing. I'm a big fan. Now, and we can't leave the Masters without talking a little bit about what uh, Bernard Longer did. I, he, was, he was next up. He was next up on my list. Yeah, unbelievable, right, Mal? Sixty-three. Mal, how old are you? How old are you, Anthony? I'm sixty-three, buddy. Wow. How old is Bernhard Longer? Sixty-three. <laughs> wow, that's yep. amazing. It is amazing. What he did was amazing. He beat. Uh, he beat Bryson. He beat Tiger. Longer, Longer had four <laughs> birdies today. Mal had three birdies today. <laughs> <laughs> Almost got him, Mal. You almost got him. <laughs> yeah, that's he. They talked about his uh, his regimen, his workout, his diet. He's like he he's not robot like. He is a robot, and he right. is everything has got to be the same way, you know. And I'm curious, do you, did anybody get a number on any of his drives? Yeah, we know what his, was his average two fifty, two five zero. So he he bombed him two seventy on a good drive, probably. Would you think? Yeah, and, and Bryson was proper. He played with Bryson today, and he, they said Bryson was passed him by about 125 yards on some holes. Oh my god! Mm. Yeah, like basically, but he beat know, him. But he beat him. Entire, so. He beat him. Yeah, <laughs> yep. good, good, That's great. That's and, awesome. Um, you know, you know, you know, it's so cool um, because of the extra time CBS had, you know, in their window. Yeah, um, they followed that long walk of DJ up, and you saw Bu- you saw Bubba down by the green, standing with Paulina, and you saw Zach Johnson in his green jacket and Jordan in his green jacket. And Phil was probably still there unless he caught his plane. 
Um, Tiger was obviously still there. It's just such a cool like thing. And listen, I mean, if, if we all won one, we'd be there like every day hanging at the bar, you know, we'd be like, we'd be like the doctor in, in Caddyshack. Like, don't you have homes? You know, like, um, <laughs> but um, I just think it's so neat that, you know, Zach who's one too and Bubba who's one too and Jordan, you know, that, that, that they like, they're part of this. Like, I want to be there at the end. And, you know, JT yeah. was there cause he had, he finished in the group ahead. Um, I, I love that, you know, uh, they don't have to chum around with DJ and DJ's not a, a, a good sound bite, so to speak, but his press conference, did you, did you guys see the little moment on the green afterwards when Amanda's like, it's okay. You can, you can, it's so cool. Yeah. Very he, cool. He, he didn't know what to say. Like he had no idea what yeah. to say. Yeah. This, this, this was DJ's day, uh, world number one, one of the masters. Um, Sean, you're exactly right. Well-respected. All the guys hung around to, to, to shake his hand, but Gosh, for a guy that you think has no emotions, to watch that interview with Amanda uh, was friggin' awesome. I wasn't the, I always respected DJ, not necessarily the biggest fan, not against him, but gosh, he, he's, uh, he, he puts his pants on the same way we do. He's a, He's a human being. He'll be, right? he'll be the guy you root for yeah. in the next master, in the next President's Cup, in the next Ryder Cup. Uh, absolutely. Couldn't, was, couldn't was be more Nancy- happy. Was it Nance who talked about him on the 18th green and really laid it out and said, he's, you may think he's just kind of this, you know, just moving along and nothing bothers him, but there's a fire burning in him. He wants to win, you know, badly. And it just, but he just has this way of keeping it hidden, you know, and I've said this before on this podcast, Dick Williams in 1984, when the Padres won the national league pennant, his mantra, mantra, his thing, always was never get too high never get too low it's the first time i heard that phrase it was in 1984 yeah. i've heard it a lot sure. since sure. and that yeah. is the definition of dustin johnson don't get too high don't get too low just stay even keeled and keep performing keep doing what you do you know and when he's playing well that's what he does just doesn't yep. get too high doesn't and, get too low and what was awesome about having no patrons is we heard the dialogue between Whoa. uh dustin and paulina uh, first of yeah, all, Dustin, <laughs> Dustin's Dustin's brother, Caddy Austin, AJ, he was a mess. He was crying the whole time, right? It, it took reminded Dustin me of a, a while. one Todd Mininger, how Todd would be handling it if his <laughs> older brother won the Masters. <laughs> oh, I wish my older brother won the Masters. But yeah, he was a mess. And and you heard the conversation. Dustin's like, yeah, Austin always breaks up first. And yep. I'm sure I'll get there. It was just, hey, 2020 sucks. We want patrons back. But it was it was kind of neat that we'll have this one moment where we actually heard yeah. what, sure. what yeah. they say to each other upon victory. Right. So we'll, yeah. we'll take that as a plus. Yep. All right. Let's uh, let's talk some football boys. Uh, let's quickly go through some games. We got a big one to talk about in Gainesville, Todd. Um, Cincinnati what? Bearcats, Bearcats <laughs> win big on, on uh, Friday night. They're going to go to Orlando bill this week. Big game mm. against UCF, right? Do they, yeah. do they, can Cincinnati make the playoffs? No, sure, not a they, chance. Yeah, yes, I, I mean, I guess they could if in it theory was, something's no. got to happen. Yeah. yeah, there can't a be two teams. You can't get two teams from either the SEC, the Big Ten, or the Big whatever. I mean, they, there's got to be one gap or something. You know, yeah. Ohio know State would have it. to win out. Alabama would have to win out. What would ha- probably have to happen? Clemson would, have to crush Notre Dame. Clemson? No, Notre Dame. No, other way around. Notre Dame oh. crushes Clemson in the championship. And, and then A&M would be out because they lost to 
Bama. Okay. Know, and so there's, a, there's some there's some way for Scott's, you know, Bearcats there's a, to yeah, get there's in. a way, but yeah, I, I I don't think unless unless Clemson would crush Notre Dame, but Notre Dame I think now is getting the benefit of the doubt with that big win. That's my next team up. Uh, they yeah. win. By the way, win. Bill, you forget about this team called BYU out west, who's pretty impressive, right? Yep. I mean, but they're, 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 they're one gonna, game left, Todd. They only have one game yeah, left. They're seven. They're seven and zero and dominating. Is, is so, Ty yeah. Detmer Jr. their quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. But yeah, you forget about a team like Indiana that could come into Columbus this weekend and win. Um, no, they got some meat on Can the bone. No, we'll see. We'll no. see. What's they the spread? Win. Hey, look up the spread, Todd. All right, <laughs> so hold on. I'll do it. I don't, I don't know, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess. I'll hear Sean's guess. Thirteen and a half. All right, Keenan. hold on. Hold might, on might be, might be more now. But I'll go. I'll go. Sean, what's first. your what's your final answer, Regis? Thirteen and a half. All right, let me let me do research. Keep going. All right. <laughs> um, Miami pulls out a backdoor win over Virginia Tech. Um, Indiana goes twenty-four nothing over Michigan State. Yep. Oregon wins big after trailing most of the first half. Boy, Wisconsin is it higher, Todd? Twenty. 20. Yeah. Yeah. So you're all over that, right, Sean? You're putting the house on Indiana. Take the 20. I I liked your spread, Sean. I'm surprised it's that high. I really am. You should be gambling. You should be gambling this week. Next. Well, Ohio State coming off a game that's canceled. Now, explain to me, guys, the difference between a canceled and postponed. Means means the Big Ten's not even going to try and reschedule it? Nope. Gone. Postponed means reschedule. Cancel means it's done. A lot of people were joking around, but they were saying, like, a bunch of Indiana kids should get COVID, so they have to cancel the game, and they're already a game up, right? And so they would good technically, call. yeah, good call. They could, they could avoid Ohio State, went out. They're flying they, in COVID Carl instead of Typhoon Mary or Typhoid <laughs> Mary. Sorry, Typhoon. Wow, COVID um, Carl. Wisconsin oh, just blows the doors on Michigan. Michigan's one and three. Ooh, they're um, yeah, they're hurting, hurting. Mm. Um, USC, Bill, uh, your your Pac Pac twelve team. They slide into the back door again against Arizona. Yeah, um, but let's let's talk Gators time. How about we'll- how about how that game was played? Did you, did you you saw what they did there, right? I mean, there were ASU had a COVID problem, and they were supposed to play Cal. They, they like mixed up a game and made it work. You know, they, yeah, that they was, shifted that was, games around. That was, they shifted games the away UCLA that game. week. Yeah, the Cal, Cal UCLA game today. played today. Right, they played today because Cal. Yeah, Cal lost a game to Arizona State and. UCLA lost a game to someone uh, to uh, Utah. Yeah. And so they said, let's just let them play. Yeah, perfect. Which is funny because people were saying Alabama and Ohio State should have just played Saturday because they're both their games were canceled. Ooh, that'd have been great. Wouldn't that have been awesome? Oof. Yeah. yeah. So, Why not? Right. Todd, COVID, COVID, Carl. <laughs> so Todd, let's let's talk about the Gators, uh, and more importantly, let's talk about Kyle Trask. Um, announcing himself in a national game as a Heisman uh, finalist, perhaps. Um, Gators looked, looked they, 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 scored, they scored 63 points. Offense looked great. Uh, defense, once again, uh, is going to be a challenge. Um, but quite happy with the way Trask and the offense threw the ball around the lot. Uh, hey, listen, um, this Florida Gator team will be successful. It depends on how you define success, right? But they'll be successful because they're going to outscore their opponents. Their defense is good. 
serviceable, but they're going to give up points. So I think they don't, it's, have, uh, they don't have a, a defensive backfield. Yeah, yeah their secondary is hurting for sure. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying if if they're forced enough to play Alabama in the SEC championship, uh, they're going to have to outscore them. And if they make the college football playoffs, but they're scoring 63 points, right? So um, I, I like their chances. Kyle Trask continues to impress um, a guy who didn't start in high school, didn't start in college. Now he was, he's going to be in the final three of the Heisman uh, yeah. consideration. So mm. the big thing I take away from this, um, and again, I'm, I'm just a giant softy, but, I love that Felipe Frank came back to Florida. Um, I love that Dan Mullen said, Hey, you're not going to start. I'm going to grant you the right to go anywhere you want. And I love the respect that he was shown because he literally was great for Florida other than he got hurt and Kyle Trask showed up and uh, Dan Mullen told him, Hey, you're not going to start. And uh, exactly. You're not going to start. And if you can go somewhere else and start, I give you my full blessing. So, I love that storyline. I love it. And he seemed humble and uh, Florida was, uh, they received him well, which was great to see. So yeah, cool thing. anyway, that, that caption from, this is from the Gator football Instagram. Uh, I'm, I'm showing to the audience. I'm showing a picture of Mullen hugging Felipe after the game. And the caption is just two words. It says family always. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the so, way Mullen, Mullen preaches, you know? Yeah. Mullen, uh, he said every week or two, he's, he, um, is in text contact with Felipe and um, Dan's wife, who's, you know, the team mom, she said, I talk to Felipe once a week, just check in. How are you doing? How's it going? So it's, it's cool. It's cool. But that said, so glad Florida won. I think they're in great position. Um, they got South Carolina, Vanderbilt. No, they got game. Van, South Carolina's done. They got Vanderbilt then Kentucky. Okay. And then and, LSU. And Tennessee. And, LSU. Okay. Tennessee. That's right. So, I mean, on paper, LSU is the tough game. Don't take anything for granted, but they're in good, good, good position to uh, to play in the SEC, SEC championship game. So, looking yep. forward to it. I think we're at a time, right? Season Todd, where any help we get from the defense is bonus. Like a game like Tennessee on the road, um, it would make Tennessee's season. Um, but I just don't see Tennessee scoring 35 against us. Listen, defense is not bad. They're just not good. Right, they they show great improvements against Georgia. Um, there are some soft uh, touchdowns against Arkansas, so we'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, the offense is the uh, Kyle, a lot Pitts, of was, a lot Kyle of Pitts was gone, right? And you still scored sixty three points. We so. don't have a uh, a strong pass rush, which Mal, as you pointed out, makes our secondary really suspect when we can't get any pressure on a good quarterback. Now, the great news is, you know, uh, Mandy doesn't have a good quarterback. Kentucky doesn't have a good quarterback. Tennessee doesn't have a good quarterback. LSU has a, a young quarterback. Um, Alabama Just, does have a good quarterback. <laughs> so keep, keep, keep winning and let's see what happens, right? Exactly. Exactly. I'm good with that. Um, this week's games, looking ahead um, at the schedule, I thought there were some good ones. Uh, obviously, the big one in Columbus, uh, top 10 matchup of Indiana, right? Yeah. Indiana and Ohio State, as you just teased, a, a wow, 20 point. Favorite. You've got uh, Clemson going to Florida State. Florida State's just a train wreck right now. Struggling, um, yeah. yeah, Just really struggling. Uh, UCLA, Bill, they won big today uh, in that game against Cal. Um, they go to Oregon. Um, that, that's an interesting game. Um, 
Coastal Carolina, Appalachian State. That's a six and one versus seven and zero. Oh. Um, that one's in uh, Myrtle Beach, so that's a Coastal Carolina uh, game. And then the only other, I guess, an interesting game, Todd, SEC wise: Ole Miss versus Texas A and M at wow. College wow. at College uh, Station. Um, but Ole Miss, their quarterback threw over 500 yards of offense and They're their, their receiver kind of like Florida. They yards. score, right? They score. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, that was a fun game to watch. And then Wisconsin Northwestern, a big game in the big 10. So, mm. uh, and then, Oh, the, the night game that's of, of interest, Oklahoma state, Oklahoma, Bedlam, uh, kind of weird not wow. having it at the end of the season. <laughs> that is the ABC game of the week. That is uh 14 versus 18. And, wow. um, yeah. So let's let's go to college, or let's go to pro. And uh, Mal, your G-men are a game half a game out of first place in the <laughs> NFC least. You can't stop the G-men. You can only hope to contain yep. them, right? Now yep. they're going to they're yep. win the division. <laughs> they're going to win the division. It. They I have a running it. game all of a sudden, right? They're their number well, two pick. Saquon is a good running back. With, <laughs> yeah, Saquon's a great running back, but he's he's out, and all of a sudden they're running the football. They're playing hard for their coach. The entire team loves the coach. Mm. They're playing hard. They're getting better each and every week. They're young. They they play pretty good they defense got a, today. They got a huge gift. Obviously, their their win was was divisional. They got a huge win. Uh, help from Chase Young, the number one pick for the Redskins, who roughed the quarterback just in a silly three-step mm-hmm. late hit, gives a Matt Prater a 59-yard field goal attempt to win it, um, or they would have been at three three wins. Um, and the Cowboys, I just think, you know, are on their, what, third quarterback, uh, you know, Garrett Gilbert or something like that. Just not yeah. good. Um, Bill, what, what game had your attention once you landed today? Because you watched golf pretty much until your plane landed, right? Yeah. I mean, it had to be, we talked a little bit about it, but it had to be the Cardinals and the Bills. I mean, that was, sorry, Todd. I mean, <laughs> that. No, it's a great awesome. game, right? Awesome game. And, yeah. But, 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 I mean, um, you know, the one that I had here that I could watch, unfortunately, because I couldn't watch that one. What? Well, there's the Wow, catch. look at that picture. It's, it's the catch 2020. Oh, it's a great picture. <laughs> the catch 2020. Um, was Russell Wilson is no longer in the MVP conversation. Yeah. He's looked horrible the last two weeks. So uh, lots of turnovers, yeah, which is so tough unlike loss. him. Yeah. So unlike him. Yeah. So that was fairly impressive. And and the look out for the Raiders. And I'll tell you what, my biggest, my biggest takeaway from this week. Do you know who does play by play for the Raiders? Brent Musburger. Yes. yes. And I got to listen to him. He's today a Vegas here. guy. He's a Vegas he, guy. Yeah. He's great. He, it it is perfect. He is one of the best play-by-play guys I've ever heard. And I've heard him nationally for my whole life. He's but to hear him gambler. as a local he's a big guy, gambler, when, he's yeah. a, when he's a fan, yes. Oh, look, he, he, someone said something came up about some of the clothes. He goes, hey, and you teams that are just really doing good and go ahead and covering that spread, you just keep doing what you're doing. And he's flat out talking about gambling as he's – He's a the big gambler for the yeah. Las Vegas team. It's just yeah. amazing. Hey, speaking of exactly. covering spreads, how about Nick Chubb's decision in Cleveland? Um, did you see that? That, that again? That, co- that cost me um, points. That cost a parlay? Yeah, oh, uh, in wow. my pool for sure. Yeah, yeah. So so Ooh. Cleveland's winning 10-7, Bill. 
They it's been a bit, very lackluster game. Huge wins sure. and rain. Cleveland. Uh, the spread is three and a half, by the way. And nothing. Oh they go down and score. Uh, Houston goes down and scores with a three and a half minutes to go. Browns have to kind of find a way to run out the clock or punt. They get past the two minute warning. Chubb does a sweep around the side. They're trying jail to break. He yeah. doesn't. He he jail breaks it to the end zone. I mean, no one within thirty yards of him. And at Tell the one yard line, he runs out of bounds. He nice. runs one. He runs out of bounds he, just so they could kneal down and. But now he. Which, they were ten seven, so a score would, would have made a two two touchdown game. He could have scored, but he doesn't. They that were. Was, they, they were that was my up. problem with it. If it would have been a one score, I get it. But you two touched two score game with <laughs> ten, 10 seconds left. Just score. Seconds. Just score. Yeah. Well, the line was three and a half. Wow. It was hard. So it was that's, hard that's for the game. Lead. Yeah. That'll yeah. lead the uh, Scott Van Pelt bad beats of the oh, week. Oh, it, it's already been. Yeah, it's already been. <laughs> so on Twitter, it's already on Twitter. If you look on the trending stories, it's like bad beat Nick Chubb. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Awful. So yeah, anyone who has him in fantasy football was dying. And that's because that was a long run, right? So that's like a. Oh, it was like 89 points. yards. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. So here's 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 so, my problem with so, it, Sean. So children listening to this podcast, this is this is one of the reasons that you might not want to become a degenerate as you get older, <laughs> because you can't control anything. It's just <laughs> you're a fantasy football guy that that kills a fantasy football too, right? Not it's this not just year. gambling. Not just my gambling. first year in uh, 25 years, I haven't had a league. Here, here's my problem with it. Again, it would have made made it a two score game, so you score. Like I, I'm fine if it's a one yeah. score game. Get out of bounds. It yeah. was it was awkward. It was really awkward. But okay. would have been, been smart for him to like to get to the one and then just walk vertically across the field until it played until, thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then <laughs> like ten over. seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Mal, let me put you on the spotlight because I'm guessing you had your eye on the game in Char- in Charlotte today. Uh, Buccaneers, <laughs> as bad as they looked last week, looked pretty damn good today. I mean, their offense was unbelievable today. Defense yep. still suspect. Uh, is it Ronnie? Ronnie Brown, who's the guy that had the 98 yard touchdown run? Ronnie um, Brown, yeah. Is no, he from Auburn? Yeah, Ronnie, say, Ronnie Brown. Yeah, wow. Yeah, They're good nice. against bad teams. Yeah. Which one you need to be, right? Yeah. You got to win those yeah. games. They're very good against bad teams. They're not that good against good teams. But seven and three is okay. You know, still, still good, right? Yeah. yeah. They're going to make the playoffs, yeah. and we'll see how. How Brady and Gronk and and such can lift them up when they get there. They got to they got to fix that defense with Todd. As it what's Todd's last name? Uh, Broyles. Meininger. Broyles. Oh, never mind. No, the other guy, the guy Broyles. that came down with Arians to coach the defense. He's a great he's a great D, DC. They just and the the defense was amazing this year, right? Um, Till the last couple of games. Mm. Late games. Uh, Rams beat the Seahawks, which puts the Cardinals bill in a first place. Di- no first place percentage. First they're, place. Yeah. First well, they're place two and zero in division. So right. they have a divisional yeah. record. Um, so that'll be interesting to watch. Uh, Steelers go to nine and zero against the hapless Bengals. Um, Raiders. Raiders are, are <laughs> Raiders are a pretty good team. Yeah. I mean, David Solid. Carr, yep. Very Solid serviceable. Team. Amazing. Uh, you know, running back stable. Um, so we'll see. What I think there. I think then, their 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 play by play guy is going to carry him pretty far this year into the playoffs. Dolphins. Uh, I'm all about Musburger. Dolphins, Chargers, <laughs> Bill. When you saw those uniforms in Miami, oh, had to bring off. back 
Eric Coriel. 1981, Dan Fouts to John Jefferson, Jefferson. Kellen yeah. Winslow, uh, Chuck Muncie running the ball. Oh, my God, it was great. Gary Big Hands okay. Johnson, Louis Kelcher on the defensive line. Yes, Billy, Billy Ray Smith was the linebacker. You guys are too young to remember any of those names. Sean, yeah. who's Jefferson's son? Any uh, ex-Gator who's not in the NFL? Van Jefferson, yeah. yeah playing, for the Rams, yeah. playing for the Rams right now. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Yep. And then tomorrow night we have uh, – who we have tomorrow night? Uh, Vikings and – Yes. Bears? Vikings-Bears, yeah. Vikings-Bears. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um, all right, boys, good good week. Um, let's go around the horn. Mal, let's start with you. What do you got coming up this week? We are week before Thanksgiving, so we are kind of the last push before um, next week kind of people maybe turn it off a little bit. We've got a lot of stuff happening around the country with COVID and governors and masks and, and shutdowns and stuff like that. So, obviously, Mel, you want to keep things – keep momentum going. Uh, what do you got coming up? Well, number one on my list – is to take care of the one honey do D-U-E, that I didn't do this week. And oh. it's right there, oh. written down, order a turkey. Mal, go to Publix, <laughs> you're good. Go to Publix, you're good. I'm going to order a turkey. That's the very first thing I'm going to do to keep the lovely bride from, from uh, losing it. Um, have a, you know, you know, Sean, you know I, I'm, I'm big on, my small viable audience and paying close attention to the people that, that we have helped who know, like, and trust us. And, uh, this week, um, we had the good fortune. Well, this past week we had the good fortune of getting, uh, three buyer referrals. Um, uh, so I, um, we'll be getting those folks set up, uh, from past clients and one from an agent out in, uh, uh, Southern California. Nice. Um, we have two new listings coming on, probably one not till the beginning of the year, but it's a, a past client who sent me a very nice message. Would you like to help us sell our house? We loved working with you when we bought it and we trust your judgment. Uh, so I had a nice conversation with them this week. And so we'll be listing their home. And uh, then we have another listing that we will get on the books probably pretty quickly uh, from a from a referral as well. So uh, paying attention to the people who know, like, and trust you, and uh, being doing the right thing by your small viable audiences. Uh, I'm going to be a little extra attentive to that this week, although I am all the time. It's just love it. Yeah, I like that. I, we had a great conversation with us with someone in our sphere last week. We're going to have one maybe tomorrow with uh, someone up here who is getting in the business um, just to maybe give some guidance and some ideas. Um, but great job, Mal. Keep up the good work. Finish the year strong. Let's go to Bill. What do you got coming up in San Diego? Um, a week of training, right? Really just uh, mm. it's you got to before you can sell something, you got to really know it. <laughs> and, you know, there's a, there's lots of levels of complexity. Mal knows that to rate my agent. So we're working hard to make sure that the, uh, the two new people joining the team um, can, can grasp that as quickly as possible. Uh, on the podcast, it's Skylar Olson. Skylar Olson is a, she has a PhD in economics and she is going to be talking about um, climatecheck.com, which is a brand new startup. 
that allows a consumer, anybody, in fact, anyone listening, go to climatecheck.com, type in your address, and it will show you over the next 30 mm-hmm. years, um, what are the odds of you having an issue with um, uh, things related to global warming? So it's a Brad Inman uh, initiative and his son, Cal is part of it. And then like six or seven PhDs, <laughs> just really smart people that yeah. uh, have been studying all this stuff. So that's her, her, her interview is very interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting your take uh, on that on Tuesday. So Nice. Todd, what you got coming up, man? Uh, so Sean, uh, very very happy and humble. Um, I've, I'm taking your advice. I'm hitting your advice to finish strong, right? Uh, holidays are coming up. Don't tread water, uh, plan for 2021, finish strong, do what you can. Um, so reflecting on this last week, uh, again, my son's, uh, lacrosse tournament was awesome. So, so glad to uh, be a part of it. Hope it's not the last one, but it might. So, uh, um, just kind of taking stock in that. Um, appreciate you boys in the show. I learn so much from you every week. Um, had a good friend of mine, uh, send me a great text, uh, of encouragement, um, today. And so we talk all the time about encouraging our friends, telling everyone we love them and we, we miss them and all that stuff, but I'm going to, I'm going to make a plea to go ahead and, um, give to those, uh, that don't know you're giving to them whether it's a food bank or a cancer coalition or, or whatever, just do something positive uh, this holiday season. And um, I think the ripple effect will be great if, if everyone does something kind and uh, hopefully it comes back to you. So super humble, looking forward to finishing the year strong and um, can't wait till next week, man. Thanks, Sean. Love the ripple effect. Um, guys, we are six, seven weeks till the end of the year. Wow. Yeah. Can't can't get to 2021 soon enough just from a cleansing standpoint. Um, whether it's spring or not, open the windows and get ready to go. But guys, listen, we still got to do work. Um, we are um coming up on the holiday week. So, like I said, it's gonna be a little disfocused. I got a ton of things going on this week so far on my schedule. Uh meeting with a new guy that I'm gonna kind of bring on to partner with. He's a new agent, uh, gonna be taking this test, gonna kind of bring him on unofficially under my wing. Uh, I used to work for his dad and his dad reached out to me and said, my son's thinking about getting the real estate business. I need you to talk him into it or talk him out of it. Um, and the guy just, we, we synced up quite a bit and, um, we're going to meet for beers to kind of get some things ironed out. Then I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 coaching sessions with some top agents this week in Cincinnati. Um, I'm going to be doing, um, I have two closings scheduled this week. And the big thing of the week, guys, is uh, just just got it done. Um, flying down to Nashville Saturday morning. Gators play Vandy. But I'm not going there for the game. I'm going there to pick Ryan up as he drives four hours from Mississippi State to Stark, or to Nashville, meets me at the airport, and then I drive home with him six more hours in the car, get him home for Thanksgiving and his Christmas break. Uh, nice. Should be a fun yeah. time. We'll nice. get home to uh to to have some pizza and uh get him settled in. Riley's a little bit nervous to give up the sh- share you know privacy of the bathroom for the next uh 6 weeks, but I think she's really she's probably most excited to have her little brother home and uh, she'll adjust, I'm sure. Yeah. She will. Yeah. She will. So have all the family under the roof, so it's going to be fun. So So listen guys, great week. Uh 
Masters is done. We can start dreaming of the tour championship in Hawaii. Um, there, there'll still be some things to happen, but obviously the, the, the attention focuses on football now. And then guess what guys, college basketball, 10 days away. So mm. uh, next thing we have to talk about. So on behalf of Anthony and Todd and Bill out in California, I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus. Thanks for listening to the stare down.